Okay, we're back with another long and long time ago with Adam and Martin, and this week we've got another guest on to talk all things Star Wars and collecting. He's gone from Mersey to America. Um, most of you will know him from his popular YouTube channel or from the ZSR live stream. Some know him as Mark, but we know him as Shabby. What's going on, Shabby? You all right? Hey, how are you, boys? Yeah, nice good. to see you. Thanks for coming good. on. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we were... Um, we were a little while ago. We were trying to work out uh, who referenced us as the Long Boys uh, on the ZSR um, channel. Was it you or was it Tez? It was definitely Tez. It I was Tez, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the way it works is whatever happens if it goes wrong, blame Tez. Even if he's not there, blame Tez. Yeah, it's just a lot easier. We like it. We like that nickname. It's fine. <laughs> I must. I must admit, I, I, the I was Long thinking, Boys. I was thinking we should just introduce the show every single time as the Long Boys. It's a, it's a much better title. <laughs> Would have yeah, made think, our lives. You lads have had so many names with us all. Long time ago, long, long time, Long Boys, Martin and Adam. Do you know what I mean? Those lads that do that. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, right. So obviously, it's mostly a Star Wars related show that we do. So we're going to talk a bit of Star Wars first but we'll probably get into other things along the way as we quite often do but uh your earliest memory of star wars then have you got um my earliest memory was christmas yeah. there was a christmas is either i think 84 because it was after return of the jedi i have three brothers and we weren't a rich family i would all man and you know we, we when we were kids i think that's why i appreciate toys so much now because as a kid, you get your birthday and Christmas. It wasn't as if you like we do now, where you can go out every week or every day and buying something and so. So we really appreciate toys. Well, one Christmas we'd all come downstairs, and my my mum and dad, I got everything Star Wars. There must have been a guy that they knew that was. And so yeah. it's funny because I hear people turn around and say things like, "What was your favourite figure? Or your first member of a figure of a toy?" Mine was all of them. So we'd come downstairs, and because there was four boys, yeah. every I think the only things that weren't there was an Imperial shuttle, a Y-Wing, and a B-Wing. But apart from that, wow. everything, the majority of figures, the majority of toys. So toy-wise, that's my earliest memory. Uh, yeah. Movie-wise, Return of the Jedi. I mean, I, don't, I, was, well, I was eight when Return of the Jedi came out, and that's why Luke is my favourite character, because when the gates came up and you saw the silhouette, as in walking into Javis Palace, it's mm. so vivid that memory, and it's it stuck with me forever. So there's they're my two memories of Star Wars. Amazing, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It's all about Return of the Jedi. I think we're of a, of a similar age, um, forty, <laughs> and um, you know, I think um, I, I totally agree with everything that it's all about Luke Skywalker and Return of the Jedi, and obviously the blue saber, Luke Skywalker. Um, yeah, the, the, it's <laughs> funny because I remember your one of your videos. You were looking for a a Jedi Luke and I thought oh man this is awesome and I, you know I, I've got my, my my original one here and um I've always wanted to find and when I went to Joe Fest a couple of uh, weeks back there was one there but the card was battered for 350 quid but I think that's what it was as a as a little boy and it wasn't as if you know we, we, it, like it is now where every day you'll get a you know this is what's happening in the new Star Wars or this is what's going when we were kids it was either what you saw on the news or you know, or interviews or in the paper. So when 
I had no idea seeing Luke from Empire to what he looked like in Jedi, all in black, doing the Sith moves, doing yeah. it. And you thought, this is just the coolest guy on earth. So yeah. I loved him. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Martin, do you want to tell him how many uh, blue saber Luke you've got now? <laughs> well, um, obviously, my holy grail um, for I was obviously you know I've been collecting the um, graded um, uh, vintage Kenner figures, and uh, yeah. my holy grail was the Luke Skywalker with the blue saber. Um, but thanks to people like uh, Blacktail Ewoks and uh, you know John, the action figure grader, I've, I've come to realise yeah. how many different variants you can get of each figure. So I've now picked, currently picked up two um, Jedi Luke's with um, with the blue saber, uh, one with the snap cape and one with the you know the stitch cape. Um, and I'm, I'm afraid I've seen several other variants, and obviously the green saber Luke that I'm, I'm currently trying to get hold of as well. So yeah. I think I think I found. Especially when you talk to those lads, though, in it, because you'll talk to them, and the first thing they'll say is, "Oh, is that that one?" Uh, yeah. And then you, then you stop and go, "What? Is that the one from Taiwan that does this?" And you're like, "Oh yeah. man, how many is there?" Honestly, Shabby, I didn't. I, I wasn't expecting any of this when I first sort of started to get to know all of this. Like, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't think there would be any variants. I thought it was like one place made them. That's it. They're all all identical, more or less, you know. But no, it's funny. I, I, have a, I have a a good friend who's in a, in Alaska. I don't know whether you see his Instagram. He, he has a, a YouTube page, but his Instagram is called Old Plastic, and Old Plastic collects farm boy loops. That's it. Oh, wow. And the amount of farm boy loops <laughs> that he's got. And all different, you know, every one of them has something a little bit different. No. To what I'm talking, it's in its third, and he has a whole case, glass case, just full of farm boy loops. And it's like what you just said. I, I, you know, I knew there was like a, a Lando, one with teeth, one without teeth, that kind of thing, or a best thing mm. lays a little bit different. But to go down this route, it's like, where does it end? You know what I mean? It's like, there's so many different variations of these figures. Yeah, I mean the knowledge those guys have. It's, it's oh. you know we'll do a video and then I'll, I'll check the comment section and most people are nice enough to just put one comment, but John's putting in three or four comments about the figures that I picked up, you know, telling me and I and I've made complete errors in what I said on the videos <laughs> and he and he's not yeah. doing it in a nasty way, but he's you know because he he knows that I want to know this stuff, so he he yeah. he's really helped educate you know me when it comes to this stuff and and I, I think this is the most fun I've had collecting in a long, long time um, doing this, this Kenner run, it's, it's been great. So, uh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's funny though. We all, we all go into that, you know, I mean, I've got a, a, a practically a full collection of, you know, vintage Star Wars and the majority of lads have, but the, like you said, the more and more you meet people like John or, or like BOE, the more and more you learn. And it's fascinating really, mm. you know, it's like the red five, but when you open that up and you, you have a look in it and you see the different variations and the different cards and the things you never knew of, you know, when we've yeah. collected this for all these years, it's, I find it fascinating. I really do. No, I, I, I do as well. And, and I, I, I'm ashamed to say, you know, I've been a collector pretty much most of my life. And uh, I was chatting to Matt about this when he came on. I, I, until we started doing these YouTube videos and podcasts, I had no idea that there was this collecting community out there um, yeah. this, 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 I'd say fairly small, um, but very tight knit community of you guys, and it's been an absolute joy Do to get not, to know I, all of you. I don't even think it's that small. Like I feel like it's this massive. community's big. Yeah, yeah it's massive. Like and the thing is, the more and more years that we go on, the more and more we're getting into other. It's like I don't collect GI Joe, but I know most of GI Joe lads, and you yeah. go to Joe Fest, and, and, and I think we feed off each other. You know, uh, 
there's so many people know so many different things that you're learning every day and you find what people are enjoying everybody's videos and mm. everybody's the community is getting bigger and yeah. bigger it's I, I love it that's that's my favorite thing about doing all this is all the people i'm meeting and it's the support everybody gives each other as well it's, yes. i mean you couldn't ask for anything you know greater really i mean it's it's you know you guys particularly you know on zsr have just been absolutely great to adam and i um so, so yeah, I'm really, really enjoying enjoying all of this uh, yeah. this community. It's been absolutely great. Yeah, we try to make sure we get on and watch every week, don't we? But yeah, yeah, we, we try and get on every week. Yeah, I think that that's what the thing about us. Is. I think the majority of us, you know, if you talk to Reynolds and VTR and myself and Martez, we started this through a COVID thing. You know, we all had these mm. big collections. We all have stuff that we collect and so forth. And, I've always looked at it. I mean, I've got, a, a, you know, I've been with my wife 20 years, but she's not interested. I've got to try to write, oh, this is this, and it's a 65 back, and that's told me to get to France. Do you know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> that's one of the things where we're meeting like minded people who are going through the same thing. It's like when we have these chats or when you're on a, you know, a, a, a stream yard, and there's so many different people from around the world Australia, New Zealand, Ireland, America, England, you know, and everyone's got something in common. I, I find it fascinating. I love it to pieces. Mm. Yeah, it's great. It's really, really yeah. good. So, TV then, or TV and film, I should say, do you try to watch all of the Star Wars stuff? Yeah, I watch all the Star Wars stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm a massive fan. I would say until recently, about 80% of my, my, my collecting is all Star Wars. You know, I, I don't mm. class myself as vintage or modern because I enjoy it all. You know, mm. if I see something I like or, yeah. and I, and I think the way people say, well, I'm just a vintage collector. I'm just a, this collector. There's so much more stuff out there that you can get hold of. So yeah, I, I enjoy the TV. I thought the TV was the Mandalorian. The first two seasons were superb, you know, mm. I didn't mind Boba Fett. I didn't mind all, all, all Obi-Wan Kenobi, they were a little bit off. They're not what we wanted, but when you've got a franchise that's been going 40 years that we've all grown up with, we've read the books and read the comics and talk, mm. you're going to have your own perspective on these things. You know, it's, it's yeah. like it becomes a selfish thing, Star Wars, where it belongs to you and this is what you want to see. And I, I enjoy it. The, the, the sequels, I enjoyed the first one. Last two, I don't even want to talk about. No, no. <laughs> yeah, we're, all, we're, we're all in agreement there then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's what it is. I think, I, 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 you know, it always made me laugh though during those sequel things where everyone was, I'll oh, see, I'm, turn, I'm never watching Star Wars again and I never, I'll never do that. I'll, I'll never turn my back no. on it. I'm looking forward to a soul curve. We'll see what the acolytes like. So yeah. TV, I think The Mandalorian was, the first two seasons of The Mandalorian was superb. I mean, it was like us going back to us kids playing with our toys because there were so many stories in that man. I mean, you're getting an IG joy with a Yoda on him, driving a biker scout, shooting stormtroopers. That's the sort of stuff we did as kids, you know. Yeah, I mean, and so yeah. to see that sort of thing live was superb. So yeah, yeah I don't mind the TV shows. No, I, I think yeah, I, I agree. I mean, The Mandalorian. One one of the greatest parts of The Mandalorian, especially the first season, I would say, is. Um, when you watch the original movies and even the prequels um when you you could just pause it anywhere on any frame of the movie and there would be so much going on in the background um yeah. and it was it felt i, I feel uh, it's easy, easy to say it felt star wars even that's the best way i could describe it and it was the same with the mandalorian you know i, I re-watched the first season a while back and you know there was there was things in the background like the the, the huge um, pole that um, Han holds up in the uh, trash compactor yeah. from Episode Four, just sitting against the wall in the background. And of course, you know Dave Filoni and and 
John Favreau, you know, they they've done that. They know, you know, they've done that on purpose so that people like us spot that. Um, but I think some of these other shows that haven't been made by Filoni and um, Favreau suffer a little bit from that. They don't, they don't, they, they want, they want to try and make it a bit fresher, which is absolutely great. We don't want them to be watching the same thing every time, but I feel they're trying to go too far away from what we're used to when it comes to Star Wars. I don't know what you feel. Well, it, I, I do feel something about that. And I, I've always had an issue with people saying, oh, it's too much like fan service. Oh, we, there's too much we already know. Oh, we need to get away from all this. And why? Yeah, this so, is what yeah. it's all about. Yeah. You I'll know, be, you, you yeah. would never watch a Batman movie without a Batmobile or without his <laughs> black cape. You can imagine walking and he's got a three-piece suits on. You'd be like, what's going on? You yeah. know, or, or Spider-Man being, you know what I mean? It's it, That sort of thing always baffles me when, yeah. when, when people say about Star Wars, it shouldn't be fan service. That's exactly what it should be it should be things that we recognize so whilst we're not watching star wars you know the only thing i think came a little bit away from that that was perfect to me was 10 out of 10 was andor Mm. i just absolutely loved andor it felt i remember one of the lads we were talking about on our live stream and one of the lads in the comments said no i'm not sure shabby it feels like a novel and i thought that's exactly why i like it It feels like an old school timothy's arm novel or you know some and it felt like it was it didn't make us feel like, oh, well, this is the first time you've seen Star Wars, so let me explain to you, like some of them do. This one didn't. It's like the, the people that watched it, we already know what's going on. We already yeah. know what this is about. So yeah. I, I thought it was perfect. But, yeah, I do agree with that. I think I think Star Wars, it's like my kids, for example, and, and, and if anyone wants to get the children involved in Star Wars, show them the original trilogy this is yeah. you know it starts from what we all know you know you're not going to start off with you know kenobi or whatever and then your kids surround the line on a minute what happened how come he's there and you start from the beginning and work up so it should it should all be fan service to me yeah yeah but no, i couldn't agree more um service me please <laughs> yeah, that's, we want to see things like like the last man there was a partner the, the last of his, uh, last season mandalorian with the tie interceptors that to me is perfect fan service because yeah. we never see we saw him glimpses of him in Return of the Jedi, but here they are in this dogfight with you know yeah. with a, a clone ship and a the Mandalorians and a boo ship. Perfect to me. That's proper fan service. That's how it should be. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. What what um I mean, I know we've only really seen the trailer so far. Um, but uh, are you looking forward to Ahsoka? I am. I'm, I'm, I loved Rebels. I thought Rebels was a great TV show. So I I I, I am enjoying it. You know, I'm I'm one of those people. You, 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 there's a lot of people online, and the, the clickbaits of they'll start slating something oh, before it's come out. Yeah. I I wait till I've yeah. seen something. Yeah. I make my own mind up. So mm. I always go in, you know, enjoying it. But in a way, you know, from the sequels on to now, every trailer's been awesome. Yes, it's true. When you get there and you actually <laughs> yeah. watch it, you say, "Hang on a minute, it's not as you know." So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I like the characters. You know, yeah. I like a soul crow. I like Hera. You know, Sabine. It's mm. nice to see Zar. I mean, I think they've done um, Thrawn from what he looks like. Perfect. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I, I, I was. I'm, I'm a massive, massive Clone Wars fan. I, I absolutely adore mm-hmm. the Clone Wars, um, and yeah. I did enjoy. I think the best way to say I read about Rebels is I always enjoyed the opening episode of a season and the finale episode of a season. <laughs> I, I wasn't a huge fan of everything, you know, um, in between. But, you know, that's fine. You know, it was, it was still it was still good. It just wasn't, in my opinion, as good as The Clone Wars. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, I am extremely, you know, excited to see what, you know, the next, you know, stage and all those characters and, 
Um, I, I think I think for people like me who found perhaps Ezra a little bit annoying and uh, Sabine a bit a bit a bit annoying, I think you know when it comes to live action, they're not gonna they're not gonna be like that, are they? They're gonna be they're gonna. I be, can't uh, see it. No. I, I I mean, it's funny you say about the about the clones. One of my favorite things as well, besides Andal that came out, is um, Bad Batch season two. Oh, the way they, they did the clones in that, the way they've moved on, the way the Empire have totally mm. turned oh, their back on them, the way they're being true. treated. Yeah. I thought it was absolutely superb. Yeah. And who's making Ahsoka is the same guys, more or less, that made yeah. the Bad Bat season mm. two. And I think, I mean, it's easy to say they're not bothered about what the fans are saying or the other one. I think they are. So I think they're going to go into this taking it seriously. So I don't think we're going to get cheesy characters like we did in Rebels. I think I think the audience will still be there from Rebels, yeah. but they want to entice yeah. a different audience for Definitely. this. Hence why they've made it, you know, yeah. live action. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that we don't know until we see it, but um, what's your thoughts on the um, them using the world between worlds as part of the storyline, if they do that? <sighs> I don't know, really, because that's not something we're used to, is it? You know, no. I mean, we, we, the, the comics, the books, the, you know, the, the, the animation... They're the sort of things that diehard style. I mean, I'm a big book collector. I've, I've collected the books since I was a kid. I've read the books. I love yeah. the expanded universe. But when you watch that on a TV show, it's like, it's the same as The Last Jedi when they were, the, the way they did The Force. And you're like, you've never seen this before. And, and I think they take it to a place where if you come away from that now, we're all going to try and go, well, hang on a minute. You've got World Between Worlds, so you can bring this back and bring... I'm not sure. I think they should kind of leave that out because I think it's yeah. adding too much on. I agree. I, I mean, 100% agreement. I, I just think time yeah. traveling Star Wars, it's, it's, it's not Star Trek, is it? it? I mean, I love Star Trek as well, but it's not no. Star Wars. Um, no, it's, it's, it's the same way as in the sequels when they were doing that light jump thing, where, where boom, and then there's somewhere else. Boom, uh, and we, I yeah. was like, well, you're adding too much on here. You're giving me too. The thing about Star Wars for me, it should be simple. The beginning, a middle, an end, and the story that goes. And I think that's why the timeless classics. Adding stuff like this on, I agree with 100%. It's like watching Star Trek in a way. Mm. And you watch Star Trek for that. You don't yeah. watch Star Wars for that. So. That's right. That's right. Um, so, and, I mean, I, I noticed online today, is it today that they're going to um, announce the HasLab and it's rumoured that it's going to be the ghost? Today's preview day at Comic-Con. So yeah. if you look online now, you, you, you're seeing everybody looking at the figures, looking mm. at the thing. And I think I think it's either Friday or Saturday that the actual um, oh. um, Hasbro convention is when they're you know their panel if you will so okay. yeah, i'm looking did, forward I, to it yeah i'm looking forward to it. i did see today that um there were that's on the back of one of the cards there was a bosk for the vintage collection which is yeah. exciting finally to get a bosk in the vintage collection um yeah. but uh, do you think you'll you'll be picking up the uh haslab if it, if it no goes? i i mean I, I, when i first started i i i made a video a couple of years back because i i went all in on the vintage collection because mm. to me i'm 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 old school i suppose and it, it was 3.75. That's where it's all started for us. You know, it's easy. I mean, I, I've moved on to the Black Series and I'm a big, I mean, I've got hundreds of the Black Series. I've but seen it's your, so your funny. pictures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But at the start, I said I would never would because I felt a bit, it's like cheating on your girlfriend. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you went to this new, this new six inch and I was like, oh, I'm not on for this until I saw him. And then I thought, actually, this is a better way. But the thing about the vintage collection is, I remember, I and I, I was told at the time, don't open them, Shabby. And I was like, no, I opened the Ahsoka, I opened the Green. And then you look at the prices now, and I'm like, oh, and I made a video of it. So I've got all these loose vintage collections. I still kept the card or whatever. Hmm. But somewhere along the way, 
I think I just needed a bit of a change. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll move on to the black. I mean, the legacy, the collection. The, I've, I've been collecting. I've got stuff in here. All every different franchise of three, three, quarter inch. And I think along the way, I just decided to go off um, three, three, quarter inch. But I wish I hadn't in a way because how they look now. I mean, the, the technique that they can do on 3.75 figures is, and I bought a couple of them that I bought the newer Soaker and the, the Darth Maul. There's a few of them up there. And I really enjoy it. I really like the way they look. But to me, I think the HasLab is, it's, it depends where you're looking at. I mean, it, it's, it's difficult. I don't know whether you guys are getting it or not, but for someone who doesn't collect vintage collection like you do, there's no really no point in me getting a, a HasLab because I'm not going to stick it anywhere. You know what I mean? So, sure. yeah, I mean, I, I, I haven't had, I haven't got any HasLabs um, as of yet. Um, I kind of regret not getting the barge, but yeah, just, they were just so expensive. Um, you know, it's just it's a it's a big amount of money, isn't it? Just to sort of blow it. If I was going to get one though, it would be the barge. The barge yeah. was beautiful. They've all been nice. Don't get me wrong, every one yeah. of them. Yeah. But um, the, it's funny because I don't, I'm a, I'm a big Motu fan, and you know it's funny because I'll sit there and so how much is that Hal Adams? But then you'll pay six hundred and fifty quid for a turdy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Whether yeah. that's going. So yeah. the price wise, I, 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 it doesn't really. You know, it is expensive, and you look at it. But who am I to tell people what to spend the oh, money absolutely. on? Yeah, absolutely. You know? I, I find as well because I'm a carded collector, um, I'm and also a completionist. Um, I yeah. have to have the cards, so you have to make that decision. Do you buy the the Haslab or the or, or yesterday there was the Jabba the Hutt wasn't there I think that was announced and there's the little salacious crumb on the little card that was, is one of the ones that I haven't got um from yeah. the Death Star set back in 2000 as well and uh you know do I buy that Jabba the Hutt I have no interest really in the Jabba the Hutt but I want the card but I've got to pay 91 pounds in order to get those two cards and it's a real tough one because you can try and buy them on the secondary market one because people will buy them just to sell resale won't they on the secondary market but then you mm -hmm. might end up paying the same you would have paid just and, and got a jabber with it you know um if you bought it initially so it's it's a real tough one and i think this has lab if it is the ghost it's going to come with the rebels crew yeah um and uh, it's uh, so like oh what do i do what do i do you'll, you'll be <laughs> yeah, they're very clever though i mean they brought out the jabber's palace and they brought out the the, the big fortuna that goes with it and that's 239 dollars yeah. i think 249 dollars yeah. over here mm. and then <laughs> big out that this is nice so really what you're paying for that thing because especially as old schoolers we're gonna go for that jabber to go for that that, that palace you know yeah. g-force our friend g-force he, he ordered it yesterday i think with tax and so forth in america it came to over a hundred dollars for that jabber but wow. he was like yeah look at it shabby and it'll go yeah. with the yeah. palace that he spent 200 yeah. and something dollars on you know I, I have mentioned this before um on a, a several podcasts and i think um stew's brought it up a couple of times i've ordered that um big fortuna um yeah set and uh i only want the card i don't want the um the, the palace so if you know any of your collector's friends or any or I'll yourself or anybody yeah. wants it they, 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 they can have it for just what it cost me i just want to take the card out <laughs> so many, i remember that i remember the um, the um, um what, what was he called the the rogue one x-wing and so many people would do they just wanted the figure they yeah. didn't want the x-wing and all That's that right. sort of stuff so, yeah we're gonna be going to all these conventions or seeing half a box but no figure in it but all yeah. that. the nicest thing is though the ada is carded that comes with that jabber so it will be carded that because mm. i know a lot of lads were saying oh but i watched the actual hasbro um mm. Panel on it, you know, they showed it off for a couple of minutes and he said it will be carded. 
And I suppose, I mean, look behind you, you're not exactly <laughs> a loose collector. So that sort of stuff's pretty cool that yeah. they're still giving you that. And, you know, um, you can still get, you know, for a collection who's carded. Like I said, most all my Black Series are in box. I'm an inbox collector when it comes to yeah. Star Wars. Anything else, I'll open and I'll keep mm. loose, whatever. But I admire that. So I'm glad they're doing, they're still keeping that up where yeah, you can get great. your 88 now with this thing. So if you did just want the figure, at least you mm. can get it carded. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I envy the people that, well, um, envy is not the right word, but I, the people that have carded and loose. I mean, yeah. <sighs> you know how how can you a find the space for it and, and b afford i mean some of the like you say the vintage yeah. collections ridiculously expensive now um some of the older stuff um, so unless you've yeah. collected it from the beginning you, there's just never it's never going to happen um but times. i think that's what that's what it was for me as well i'm 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 a i'm a big sucker for collect them all mm. do you remember the back of your card when we were kids and you had them all yep. on that yellow yep. background yep. with yep. the numbers and, and we'd yep. all sit in bed and we'd all go, yeah, yeah, yeah and we need one, it. Yeah. And then at Christmas, you know, you're going to get about four or five more figures. So you're like, you're circling. And then I think that's one of the reasons why I fell for the red and black boxes in um, Black Series, because a lot of people didn't really like those. Oh, they're a bit plain shabs. But I liked it because of that big, thick number on the side, because I'm a yeah. sucker for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, I collected the 112 out of there, but the uh, tvc does it too but where are they up to now they're in the 200s yeah, yeah 280 nearly you know and yeah. it's getting pricier and pricier yeah. i mean a three three quarter inch figures when we were kids was the sort of thing your mum would pick up when you were you did well at school or you yeah. went to the shop yeah. with this it was a couple of quid you know oh, i'll buy him that and now you're looking at what, 20 dollars practically over here in the states for yeah. a tvc figure it's Great. amazing do you, do you still have any of your um childhood figures yeah got most of them there's my vintage uh vintage star wars right there and oh, i would wow. say 80 percent of it is all from childhood we, oh, wow. we weren't like i said it wasn't as if we were going out every week buying figures you know what i mean adam it's not as if oh well mm. i broke one we looked after everything as kids yeah. we just did a video me and my twin brother just did a tubs video i don't know whether you saw them or not where yeah, our Simon had gone upstairs into his loft. The plumbers were around, and he'd found all these huge tubs full of stuff. And he'd brought yeah. them down, and most of our childhood toys were there: your He-Man's, your Brave Stars, Mask, and the majority of it was Star Wars. But Brave I always Star. kept mine in a, a shoebox with all the accessories and all that. Yeah. And you know, it's funny as well because most of my Star Wars collection is still in England. You know, because it's not worth <laughs> sending over; it cost a fortune to send over. So, when when did you move to America? I'm, this is my second time here. I came over here in 1999 and then I oh. went home in 2005 and then we came back in 2014 and been here ever since. So I spent most of my adult life in this country. Hmm. Yeah. Is there um, much of a difference like, in collecting over there than over here in terms of like pricing um, and things like that? It, it, it is expensive. And, and the thing is, but I think that's best of both worlds, my friend, because you'll walk into a game and you'll say, oh, I found this for £5 or I found this for £10. Then we'll walk into a place called Ollie's and Ollie's, you'll find stuff like this, credit collection for only $7. That's it, which yeah. is what, about £4 where you are. So yeah, yeah. It really, I think it's best of both worlds for that. The issue over here is, is exclusives. It's an absolute nightmare because you've got, for a wave of figures, you've got to go to about four or five places to get them. Walmart, Target, Walgreens, you know what I mean? And and so it's, and the two big places like um, Walmart and Target over here, 
as soon as this exclusive, you watch every American, they're just like, oh, forget it. <laughs> you need Indiana Jones to find them for you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> they're an absolute nightmare to find. And that sometimes is hard as well. And it, it's like Walmart was always the value one for, for, for Black Series. You'd go in there and you get them for $19.99. So I remember buying the first hand solo that came out. Remember the, the bubble with the orange stripe down it, then they turned to blue. And that was like $13, $14. Walmart are now selling them at $27.99. $27. But on top of that, with tax, you're coming out with Black Series at Walmart for about $30 each, which wow. is crazy, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing as well. The distribution over here is, is a bit of a nightmare. I did go to Walmart yesterday and they had the, the brand new TVC wave. They had them. The Weequay was in there. And so that was the first time I saw them. So that was pretty impressive. Walgreens over here is more like a pharmacy. It's more like a boots than it is. You don't go to Walgreens for toys, and yet they have Black Series exclusives at Walgreens. And you're like, why? You know, I need a bar of soap, shampoo, and Obi Wan Kenobi. It don't make any sense. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I um, I, I went to a celebration um, Germany in 2012. Right. Was it? I think two, well, 13. I think it was actually, and uh, they had the. This is when the black series had just started, and I I'd collected the orange and the blues when they first came out, and yeah. uh, they had the uh, Boba Fett with um, the hand in carbonite set. Yeah. Um, and I picked up two of those because you're allowed to take bought, buy two, and I was like, oh, they're really cool. I'll give one away as a present to somebody, and uh, I'll keep the one for myself. I ended up um, actually giving them both away because I, I kind of went went back to the vintage collection. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they're worth a bit now, aren't they? I was going to say what they were. You could have bought two cell barges and all that. Oh, my word. The bad thing is that obviously it was, at, uh, it was on for three days and each day you could go back and buy two more. Um, yeah. And my wife was telling me, oh, you know, get get another couple, you know, because they're really nice. You know, you know, you never knew there could be an investment. And I don't think like that when I collect. I just think I, I need one. I don't need uh, I don't need any more. Um, but yeah, on the last day, there was piles of them still absolutely piles of them. So um, they never never sold them all. Um, but uh, I guess, you know, someone's got a lot in their warehouse right now <laughs> waiting to sell them all. <laughs> That's the thing about it. I'm, I'm, I've been collecting forever. I've, I'm not, I didn't stop and start. I've, along the way, even when, I, when my children were born and, you know, I've still collected even not as what I do for the past 20 years, but I've always picked up something, you know, I'm a big pop culture enthusiast and I love that sort of stuff. Mm. And it is nice to know that there's things in your collection that, yeah, that's worth a bit. That's what, but that, that was never the end, end all for me now, no, you know, it's, no. uh, you know, and I know a lot of people say about the nostalgia about it, and I agree. You know, the reason we we have toys and collect it is the nostalgia, but it's only a percentage for me. I've always loved toys. I've always yeah. appreciated what they look like. So mm -hmm. that's why I never compare vintage with modern. That's why I've never. I won't say, "Oh well, this is good," but it's nowhere near as good as this. You know, yeah. you look at the evolution, and I think if you ever turn around to a, you know, a. 10 year old Adam or Martin or Shabby and said, you can have this flag series or you can have yeah, this. Yeah. What are we going to pick? You <laughs> yeah, know? Exactly. So, so I, I, I enjoy the vintage, um, Kenneth or well, for that. I mean, I think the Falcon playset 79, you can bring out as many galaxy's edge ones and this, yeah. nothing's going to beat that because that's in the stuff. That's where it is. Where you think that's yeah. the greatest place on earth or yeah. the end of, I just saw usual Mike, uh, our friend Rob just gave usual Mike an indoor village. And you're like, yeah, how cool is that? Thing? Yeah. You that's know, awesome. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I always wanted the, um, the Imperial Star Destroyer play set. I know it's not yeah. particularly great, 
but it was one I never I never had one vehicle or playset when I was a kid because much like sounds like you we, we didn't have the a huge amount of money when I was growing yeah. up and uh you know to this day it's still actually a dream of mine to pick one of those up um yeah you know just 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 so I can you know I think you said it at the beginning, you know, just so I can re not relive those childhood uh, memories, but, you know, just say, you know, I remember those times being so great, you know, like you say, looking at the checklist and the, in the UK, we had um, great universal and Freeman's catalogues and things like that. And they'd have all the pages of, of, of toys in the eighties that you'd be, you know, little ones catalogs. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome times. Awesome but time. it's funny because you talk to people over here, like scuba Pete and so, and they did the same thing over here. The mm. catalog in the eighties was a big deal where, the, you know, they'd walk through it and, and, that, and that's one of the things that's funny. I think the more we get to know people around the world, the more and more our childhoods were more or less the same, but just yeah. in different countries. You know, yeah. we all look yeah. for these figures the same way, bought these yeah. figures the same way, you know. And it's it's funny when people turn around and I think majority of us have got to thank our mums because if it wasn't for our mums buying this yeah. stuff, we, you know what I mean? And it's funny because people say, oh, yeah, I remember buying that when I was seven. But you didn't buy that, though, did you? Your mum bought it, you saw. Yeah, classic. Um, so obviously, you know, you, you you are a big Star Wars collector, but, you know, let's move away from Star Wars. Um, what other toy lines um, do you collect? And, uh, you know, what would you say? Uh, would you say Star Wars was your favourite toy line or, or do you have a non-Star Wars favourite toy line? I'd say Black Series is, is, is the one I look out for. And what Black Series is the one I really like. But then Origins came along, Moto Origins hmm. and... Um, I've, I've, He-Man to me as a kid was just as big as Star Wars. I loved it, I, you know. And I think it's because they were different than your Star Wars. So in other words, it gave you something else to play with. You know, I wasn't one. You'd put your G.I. Joes and your Action Force, in our case, with your Star Wars, but you couldn't put He-Man with them, you know. No, so it was a different no. thing, is it? You know, and as you're getting older as a kid, He-Man came out in, what, 82? So I, you feel a bit older yourself. Oh, this is more like a grown-up toy than it yeah. is Star Wars. So... The thing about it at the time, there was a thing a couple of years back where all us, us lads were going mental about pre-orders, about distribution. You couldn't find anything. I mean, you go into a Walmart, you look if you find two or three figures. And majority of the time, two of them is the same figure. And so I needed a change. I needed something to think, you know what? I, I, I like to stay positive. I don't like to come online, you know, moaning and ranting about, I can't find this and I can't find that. So I remember watching the toy fair and pixel dan it was and he, he'd gone to mattel and they introduced origins and one of the things i love about motor origins is it's flawless compared to your vintage it's one of those things where you can put your vintage figures as well as the the motor origins and they look exactly you know it's not like they don't fit in it, it's flawless you know the vehicle from vintage or the playsets will work with it as well and my daughter got really involved too. So every Moto Origins videos we've made on my channel, my daughter's always been in them. And it was nice for me because it was something for me to share with my with my daughter. She loves this stuff, you know. And we we you know we we, we open these, and so I would say Moto Origins is definitely up there. The, the upgrade of me, I I think it's superb. What they've done, Mattel, is they've taken these vintage figures and instead of completely changing them, they've gone, what can we do to make this better? So. You'll hear it. You'll hear the lads turn around and say, wow, this is exactly like it was when we were kids, but yeah. it's got elbow, you know, articulation yeah, and yeah, vibrant. Yeah. Transformers I've always liked, but it was the, I loved the 86 movie. So I collect the Transformers 86 line and I'll stick. If I go to somewhere Ollie's and they've got a, like a, a siege one for 
what they do in America, once something's on clearance, they're giving it away. You yeah. can buy $50 toys for like $10, you know, $19. So, and, um, but apart from that, yeah, and I'll pick up the Ghostbusters now, but Motor Origins in Black Series is definitely my, you know, my two favourites. Yeah, I, I, I had I had um, a fair few He-Man figures when I was growing up. Um, one that particularly comes to mind, and you you probably have this one, but I, I can't remember what it was called. But it was a he- it was a He-Man and Skeletor two pack, and it had yeah. this chest plate, and you bang the chest plate, and it had varying. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, armor damage or something. Yeah. Um, oh man, I had such good fun with those. Um, They're just great. Because I, it's like I said before, and I don't want to repeat myself. I don't compare. Oh, this is. Better. I just love that, and it's yeah. things like that that, that mm. they were awesome. When I went to Joe Fest, I wanted to find a couple of things. I don't know whether you saw my video or not of things that I've I've wanted since I was a kid. I really yeah. wanted a Brave Star figure again. I loved Brave Star, I the Forkerium, and this. I was and so I found two of them complete. Yeah. And I, I always loved Mass Condor, you know, and then you watch Reynolds, Luke Reynolds, and you're like, oh, man, look at that. So, <laughs> And I found that. I found Brad Turner in the Mass thing. So little things like that I absolutely love. But I also picked up a Valiverse and saw the quality of them and what those lads at Valiverse are doing. And, you know, Scuba Pete sent me a, a vintage joke to go with a modern joke, and I've been really getting into G.I. Joe Classified because it's something to learn. You look at that, and it's funny. Ever since I've been in America, and you look at people's G.I. Joe collections, Martin, I'm just like, wow, man. I mean, this, I would have loved it. But I've got no recollection of G.I. Joe as no. a kid. Not I don't, one. I don't. Um, I think, you we, know? was it called Action Force? I was going to say. Action Force, I had. But yeah. I remember, and, but then people show me Action Force, and even that's like done like a G.I. Joe. And I'm like, well, that must be later on, because I remember Action Force being 5 yeah. POA. I yeah. don't remember it being a no. G.I. Joe, if you will. And no. then obviously... As you, you get older and you realise that it was G.I. Joe at uh, Hasbro that owned that line and mm. obviously they lent the licence to... And then... But you, the Americans go mad for Action Force because it was never over here, you know? Mm. So they'll yeah. get the same sort of tanks and the same ships or whatever, but they're either a different colour or got different stickers. and yeah. They'll pay through the nose for it. They really yeah. will. So. It, you all seem to have a really good time at Joe Fest. Um, it was awesome. You have to come next year. It was awesome. Come over. Please. Just, yeah. I, don't, I mean, you just have to say it and I'll be there because... Um, yeah, I, 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 we're, we're, you know, just off, off on a tangent. I mean, I, you know, my wife and I actually would really like to live in the States eventually. Um, yeah. Because I, I just love the idea of all of the conventions and things you have over there, not just for Star Wars, it's but cute. for everything. And and we just, I mean, we do have conventions here, as you well know, but they're just, you know, they're in a different level over there, aren't they, really? Yeah, I think one of the things for it over, over to me was, I was talking, to, again, talking to, I'm good friends with Scuba, and Scuba, I was saying about Joel Fest, yeah, I'd like to go, but I'm not sure. And he said, but Shabby, he said, there's so much more there, and he's exactly right. It's mm. classed as Joel Fest, but I would say half and half of it is everything. There is nothing you can, I mean, I went in with, with this idea of finding Brave Star and, and came out with Vintage Motive, Vintage Brave Star. It, <laughs> it was just huge, but the, it's funny, I don't know whether you do it at Echo when you went to Echo Celebration, you're walking and there's people that you know off YouTube or you've seen on live streams and they come, yeah. hey, Shabby, you all that? You're like, oh, this is weird, you know, because <laughs> I, I'm no superstar on YouTube. I just oh, enjoy please. the, you know, the please. community. But it's, no, Adam you know, and I didn't get one 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 eyelid raised as we were walking around uh, Echo Base, but, you know, that's fair enough. We, we did, did Well, next year it. you probably will. <laughs> I was going to say thing. we were when, a lot smaller then, weren't we? As a yeah, this is it. Every year that goes since. by, you, you meet more people and you get, it's like, there's pictures of me with, with Sergeant Slaughterhouse and oh, you know, Will Home Toys and, yeah. and, 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 you know, and, and Goldfigure. And it's, that's one of the nicest things where 
like we were saying at the start of this, this talk where you get to meet so many different people and everyone's in different stuff and you see people and you, you, you either go to watch a, a live stream and you there'll be people in the chat that, oh, yeah, I know that. So you feel that you're part of it straight away. You know, it's, yeah. I love all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, it's just nice to be part of a, you know, group, yeah. group of people that are so friendly and, and knowledgeable about stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So favorite uh, favorite figures. Have you got any favorites in the collection? Return of the Jedi, Luke. It's just, if I had to get rid of everything, now I do. And I only could keep one. He's that figure, man. He's and he's so funny as well. Sometimes I sound a bit hypocritical because I'm like, oh yeah, Black Series is nice. That Kenner Return of the Jedi, Luke, to me, is just the greatest figure ever. Brother it's from just, another. Even mother. now, forty plus years. I'm, and the funniest thing is. I know some of you in England had a problem with the 40th anniversary cinema Return of the Jedi. Did you ever go and see that this year? Did you manage to go and see it? I, I was I was actually in Florida um, at the time um, uh, uh, at Disney World, and it you was on. Yeah. No, I had tickets, um, oh. but I wasn't feeling particularly well. Um, it, it was a it was a sort of a midday showing, and I, I really didn't feel well enough that I thought I could go to the cinema. Um, so I missed out on seeing it and I'm so devastated because everybody who went said it was, you know, it was just such an amazing experience. I loved it. Big screen. And it was yeah. packed. I mean, I'm in North Carolina yeah. and my, my wife, my wife was awesome for that man. She bought the tickets and said, Shabby, we're going to go to this tonight and we'll go out for bird. And I thought this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Now this is a movie we have seen. You can't say how many times you've seen it. You could actually go to bed and probably recite every word to the beginning to the end of it. But seeing it there, and and it was so busy, and everyone was cheering at the end, and this is what I miss. I miss Star Wars giving me that, that that look at this. This is awesome. And that's the thing about these these films. You're never going to get these films again. I understand that. But a lot of people say the lightning in the bottle, and... That's why we won't see him again. I don't think so. I think it's the love, thought, and creativity that went into him. Remember, these films were wrote as one movie in the early 70s. Then he split them up and did it that way. So yeah. my point is that he took the time to make these. It wasn't just, there's Star Wars, give me your money. Like, right. it feels mm-hmm. like it is sometimes now, you know. And I'd love to have those days back. Yeah, I mean, seeing a Star Wars film on the big screen, I mean, even if you've got a nice big TV and a surround sound system at yeah. home, it's still not the same as watching it on the big screen. It's, uh, it's yeah. and with, with a big bunch of people. Um, mm-hmm. And something something they do do in America that we don't particularly do here is all the, is all the woo, <laughs> the cheering. Yeah, they did it at the end of that. I was yeah. a 14-year-old movie, everyone's cheering. Well, it's funny as well because um, I have a, an 18-year-old. Somebody took him and his girlfriend, and his girlfriend had never seen Star Wars, doesn't know anything about it. And she loved it. Yeah. And that's the thing. And she yeah. came out and I said, so, so what did you think? <laughs> First of all, we were laughing because it's a bit funny starting at Return of the Jedi, you know. <laughs> but, but she absolutely loved it. And, and I'd love those days back. That's one of the, the only thing about the sequels that I really enjoyed was The Force Awakens. Not necessarily the film itself. I didn't mind it. It was the aura around it. Mm. Star Wars was back. Everyone's mm. talking about it. There's new yeah. figures. There's, mm. you know, you could feel it. You're going into... Toys R Us was open at the time and you're going in there and having a Star Wars fun day and the people getting dressed up and there's rows and rows of figures like it was when we were kids. And mm. I love that sort of thing. It should be a big deal, Star Wars. It shouldn't be, you know, just use the name and try and get as much money as you can. They, they need to get back to that where you make it top of the list. There's a reason it's there, you know, yeah. so... Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, the whole the build up to a Star Wars movie is sometimes and sometimes better than the movie itself. Um, yeah. I mean, 
I mean, the, the prequels, I mean, I was 21 when Phantom Menace came out and, uh, yeah. you know, it was just peak Star Wars. I mean, obviously I was an original trilogy kid, but I'd waited such a long time to watch Star Wars and, and I love the prequel trilogy, just throwing it out there. I, I I'm the same. Love I love it. Um, I, I, yeah. I, you know, I realise it has its flaws in certain areas, but for me, it's pure and utter Star Wars and no one, you know, no one will ever change my mind on that. And, uh, you know, the build up to each of those three movies just felt like being four or five years old, six years old again, you know, like you say, going into the stores, buying up the, the figures for the new characters that you didn't know anything about, hoping that these characters mm -hmm. were going to be massive and then finding out that actually they had, they were just a background character who didn't say anything, yeah. but it didn't matter because they looked cool. Um, you know, yeah. collecting all the Sunday supplements that came with the papers on the weekend that the film was coming out, you know, yeah. you know, just stuff like that, 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 that they just don't seem to do anymore, um, unfortunately, but uh, I guess, you know. It's funny because a lot of people go on, you know, about the 96 in the vintage collection. Oh, yeah, we need to finish off the 96 and so forth. One of my favourite vintage collection figures was Sam Wessel. I loved yeah. that figure. I've still yeah. got it because of all the little bits, the different head it came with, the scarf, the rifle, the guns, you, yeah. you know. I thought that was such a well-done figure, that. Right. Yeah, I'm the same as you. It's funny when people say to me, oh, yeah, but Attack of the Clones is crap shabby. And I'm like, oh, what about that bit with Django and Obi-Wan? Oh, I love that bit. Yeah, what yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that bit. They're like, well, it's not really that bad, is it? You know, yeah, so. exactly, exactly. You have to see past some of the dialogue sometimes and, and try and take an you know, overarching sort of view of the whole story. Yeah. It's, you know, because it's quite, yeah. a, quite a clever story that he's trying to tell. And I think the Clone Wars beef that out a lot more so if you if you've seen the clone wars it, it gives you so much more context with what was going on um but anyway but i think that's what the difference between the, pre the prequels and the sequels was regardless of the acting regardless of the you know, there's actually a story there yeah. same thing as the original trilogy as a beginning as a middle as an end and it finishes and mm. you know so the arc of anakin skywalker and you know and that's the thing. You watch this new sequel, and I, I have no idea what the what the story is. You know, no, it's like, no. hang on a minute. You know, yeah. it's like so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fighting the urge. I'm fighting the urge, Adam. We will all. We will. We'll just. We'll just be repeating ourselves, really, yeah. won't we? True. It's the same. Same. True. Same. But how stuff. can how can Anakin spend six films, the first three films? Uh, trying to find a power to save the one he loves and and that becomes the reason why he turns to the dark side yet in the rise of skywalker all of a sudden ray can heal people who have died yet anakin can discover how to do it therefore it makes the whole of his story null and void and quite pointless i, I just you know that, i think that's one of the things i've never known a, a star wars to be debated so much as what yeah. the sequel trilogy is yeah. because honestly sometimes Sometimes you feel, to me especially, like they walked into a kindergarten with a bunch of crayons and threw it across and said, right, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. all right, no problem. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm just baffled by it sometimes. Mm. And, and I think that's what people's issues were. You you know, it's funny. People say, oh, well, everyone expects high expectations from Star Everyone expects this. Because you've put it on that pedestal, not us. You're the one who said, well, you'll have to wait for a year and we'll keep it secret. And it, so when you get there and see it, mm. you're kind of like, well, I, I, you know, I understand things move on and things, but yeah. to me, the, a lot of people turn around and say, oh, well, the sequels in 10 years, everyone will change their mind. I don't think they will. And the reason for that is you've made it for today's audience, mm. which means in 10 years, this is going to look so old, this movie, because, oh, yeah, do you remember back then when people were talking about that and people were talking about this and that? 
we've a timeless classic like the original trilogy. Mm. Well, that's why I say when you can walk into a cinema 40 years after and it still gives you the same buzz it did back yeah. then because it's just a simple story. And I think that's where they went wrong. They tried to put too much modern day real life stuff into Star yeah. Wars. You know, yeah. I've always been my life. I used to get so I was heartbroken about Luke Skywalker in it. I mean, yeah. heartbroken. Yeah. It, and people say to me, Yeah, but the thing is, Shabby. People grow up and they get grumpy and all that. My response to that is these characters aren't real. No. He's, not, he's, not, he's not really grumpy. He's actually called Mark. He's not even called, you know, and that's what put me off in a way because if you did to any other character in pop culture franchise what you did to Luke Skywalker, there would be an up. Imagine doing this to Batman or Spider-Man or Superman or anybody else. People would just lose the, the marbles. But because yeah. it's Star Wars, you know, oh, it has to, you know, it, I don't know. It drove me yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, but I mean, I really enjoy. I really liked Ray as a character, and I'm actually quite looking forward to this new movie that they're um, they're talking about making yeah. with her. Because um, I think, I think, I think, you know, I'd like to think they learned some of the mistakes that they might have made, and they'll they'll have a good think and a long think about the story they're going to tell and try and try something completely fresh. Um, but at the same time, remember that where where it came from, you know, back in the past. So I'm 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 I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about that and i'm actually quite looking forward to it so uh well, look, i said wait. this i said i said this on um i was on only, only one kenobis and we were, i was talking to nick only one and as we were talking about the, the sequels and everything else and my response to that about the ray movies i'll do the same thing not one of us woke up that morning and went right today i'm going to hate star wars <laughs> you know what I mean? right. i've done it for four years bought the books bought the figures talked about it, wear the t-shirt but today i've decided that everything else that comes out was is awful. Yeah. None of us did that. None of us were racist. None of us were sexist. No. None of us had an issue with it. No. And I think that's what it was. The problem with Ray, she was just written so poorly. But mm. I agree with you 100%. If mm. we go and see this Ray movie and basically they've, they've worked it out and they've got a, they've developed it properly and gave us a story, I'm all for it. Why yeah. not? You yeah, know? Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. Hopefully. Well, I was going to say that. They managed to get it right with Rogue One, didn't they? So it's not like it's not like Disney can't do it. They can do it. That's what it is. So it's no coincidence that Andor, even though a lot of people didn't watch it because we were put off by everything, it's perfect. And it's made by the same guy who made Rogue One. And I think that's what the difference is. I think you know, you get creative people in there and you get it's like the writer's strike and the actor's strike that's over here at the moment. Nobody cares. Honestly, Adam, nobody's Mm. bothered because we're all laughing and joking and we're having our discussions and our debates, especially in pop culture, you know, communities that we've all built up. And we're like, well, you're not giving us anything to look forward to. You know, you want more money for giving us really bad stories, really, you know. And so, I, you know, I'm all for it. I'll never turn my back on it. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the dawn of the Jedi. See how James Mangold mm. does that. And, yeah. you know, what's Acolyte. the other one? The other yeah. one is the, the Mandalorian verse, isn't it? Well, let's yeah. see what happens yeah. there. So, but yeah, the real one. Yeah. I'll see how it goes. You yeah, know, I'm, I'm definitely going to see it. I think you brought it up earlier. The acolyte. I'm really looking forward to that because um, I don't know if you've read. I mean, you say you've read um, the, the, the you read you read the EU. I mean, have you read mm-hmm. the Darth Plagueis novel? Yeah, Darth I love Plagueis, that yeah. novel so much. And I know it's not canon, but um, I just hope that they use some of the ideas from that to introduce eventually. Um, uh, is it Darth Tenebrus and then Darth mm-hmm. uh, then to Darth Plagueis and then to Sidious? If you know, hopefully they don't 
forget that those ideas were already out there and hopefully we'll get a bit of that because uh you know palpatine slash the emperor slash um, sidious has always been probably one of my favorite characters in the movies but, but i hope they stick with that it's the same way it's like everyone was saying about ahsoka being kind of like the heir to the empire mm. and i'm like oh well let's see what that's like first because these books mean the world to a lot of people yeah, if you exactly. mess it i don't mind you taking elements and sort of it there's a book by Timothy's arm called Allegiance, right? And the yep. Bad Batch is basically that book. I mean, so if you watch the Bad Batch, I was like, as soon as I watched the first two or three episodes, I was like, this is Allegiance. It's about the Allegiance is the same thing. Stormtroopers, there's a sniper biker scout. They end up accidentally killing someone and they go on missions with Mara Jade and they do yeah. the same thing the Bad Batch yeah. does. Yeah. So I didn't mind it. You know, if they're not going to come out and say they took elements of it. But yeah. they took elements of it. Sure. The thing about the acolyte is, I agree with you. If you stick with some sort of format with that, fair enough. But then you watch the interviews that start with um, celebration, yeah. and yeah. it's all about inclusivity. It's all about diversity. So yeah. nobody cares. Nobody no. are is interested in that. We just want a good story. So yeah. the way they sell it is different to what we want to watch. You know, yeah. <laughs> because mm. you, you know, I don't want to listen to all. That. I just want a good story. So yeah, I'll watch the acolyte. I'll see what it's like. The, yeah. the format of it's good. You know, doing something about the Sith and the Jedi look for him, and I, I think it's going to be perfect. But yeah. We'll see what happens when it comes out. Yeah, having this, you know, having obviously, you know, they won't know the Sith are there, but knowing the Sith are in the, as an audience, knowing the Sith is in the background, um, you know, yeah. manipulating everything. I think, you know, and, and and how they got to the position where, you know, they were able to reveal themselves in the Phantom Menace. I mean, I'm really excited if they go down that route, um, to be quite well, honest. I love the way they tie stuff like that in. Mm. I think the Mandalorian is perfect at that, bringing every sequel into it, you know, and, and the way they do it is very subtle. Again, going back to what we were talking about, about fan service. I love that sort of stuff mm. because a lot of people say, no, we need the world to be a lot bigger. Yeah, but I like it when they fill in gaps. That's because yeah. we're now, 40 years after, we're kind of getting a better timeline of when these things happen than we ever have done, you know? Yeah. I remember in the books, do you not remember? Then they still do it. They give you a timeline of, when mm. things were coming, yeah. but these TV shows and these new movies and what they're filling them in even more. So yeah. I, I think it's perfect. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember obviously, obviously we all know the Thrawn trilogy, um, and then I loved the trilogy of books. There was Kevin J. Anderson did uh, what was it called, the Jedi Knight trilogy or the Jedi? Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, I love those books. And Admiral Dala, I remember, was a fantastic character that I wish they'd bring back. Um, and then I think it was it, it followed up with Dark Saber. I think it was called. Yeah. Um, the, 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 and that was another fantastic book where Captain Pelion came back and he took over eventually as Admiral Pelion. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just like you. I've read all those books and I I, I never read any of the new Jedi. Is it the new Jedi Order books? I never read any of those. But uh, No, the High Republic, I wouldn't get into. It wasn't it no. wasn't really for me. I, I, no. I thought I'd rather stick with what I know. And, yeah. you know, and I don't know. There was something about the High Republic that just not rubbed me the wrong way. I just wasn't interested in it. So no. I stuck with that. Yeah. It also depends on how they do Thrawn, because when you read a Thrawn novel, whether it be the original Thrawn novels or the new ones, when you look at him in Rebels, he's more or less a completely... He's more yeah. like a, yeah. a villainous kind of character in Rebels, which I understand. It's a yeah. it's an animation thing. You need to come across that who he is. But I would love to see the one like from the books, because he's not a villain. He, this is what he does for a little... That's why I think my second favourite character of all time in Star Wars was Tarkin. For the exact same reason. He wasn't a villainous twirling, oh, let's yeah. kill everybody. He was yeah. doing his job and he did it very successfully. And I think if they do that with Tarkin in this, oh man, it's yeah. it's gonna it's gonna blow up. It's gonna be brilliant. Yeah, it's gonna I was just hoping they they make Thrawn a little bit 
more menacing than he was in Rebels because they just defeated him every week and it just yeah it, that's yeah, yeah you exactly this yeah. the, the chase the, the, you know the whole thing is about how smart they are how technically yeah. you know technically savvy they are and mm. I'd love them to stick with that I'd like them to do the the way the books do where basically showing how he works how his mind works how he, you know how he constructs different elements and different pieces in a war and you think that's unbelievable I mean and he's very calm and he'll look at a piece of artwork and tell you everything about that person through that but you are right happens in rebels and every week he's defeated by yeah. some 14 year old kid and you're like yeah. hang on a minute you know? yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I i need to catch up on it I think Martin's still got to uh, send out a little list of the best Rebels episodes to watch in I've, I've sent you a list of episodes to watch in preparation for Ahsoka because I think you really genuinely need to watch probably end of season two and the last four, four or five episodes of season four because I think there'll be probably a lot of connections going on there. Um, yeah, I agree with that. But I don't think any animation is going to beat the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars no. is superb for me. No. It's mm. just... Here, here. Oh, them stories are fantastic. I mean, Tales of the Jedi was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um, I did. I like that. I'm yeah, that was a good series. They're doing a second season of that, aren't they? Yeah, they've just yeah. done the second season of Visions as well, which I really enjoyed more than the first one. First yeah, one was all right. Okay. It started off really brilliant with the, you know with the, the Japanese style one at the start of it, and then it went a little bit off. But this second season's been been amazing. Yeah. I'll have to maybe get back into that because I I sort of it lost me on the um the anime style yeah. program, you know, with the band and I think it was Jabba or the, oh, the pod I racing, can't really remember. Yeah. Pod racing. Yeah, the one with yeah. the, there was that rock band in, in Jabba. Yeah, band. That was oh, a bit, yeah. It completely <laughs> lost me and I was like, well, if it's going to be like this, I'm, I think I'll tap out They've now. They've reached but... out to a few more. It's the same type of thing. I mean, every episode is a different animated style. Yeah. Well, Ardman yeah. have done it this time and I you've got most say, of yeah. Yeah, And that was superb. And, but, there's a lot of um, Japanese influence in this one. And one from India, which was amazing. That one from mm. India was was really good. So I'm not going to tell you because I don't want to spoil it for you, but yeah. this season of, of Visions is definitely worth watching. I've, I've enjoyed most of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, um, yeah, got get to watch that at some point soon. I don't suppose it's it's not relevant to anything, is it? It's all standalone no. stories, isn't it? So yeah, it's, it most of the time as well. It's stories about people you have never heard of, you don't know. Mm. So that's what makes them good. You can go back and forth to them. You know, if you yeah. if there's an animated style that you don't like, Adam, it's not as if you have to sit Skip down it. and watch it because you might miss something. The next episode has nothing to do with that one. You know, yeah. so yeah, that's no, good. Right, let's um talk a little bit about the uh, ZSR channel then. Right. Um, how did that come about? Uh, I felt sorry for these lads and they weren't doing well. <laughs> no, it was really straightforward. We'd, we'd all done it. Uh, I was never one for YouTube at all, mate. I was never one to, oh, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do nothing. I used to watch no. these these lads in England and then I got invited on it once and then I stayed on it. Oh, yeah, Shabby stayed on it. So we built something while we were there and that didn't, you know, we did that for about a year or so and, it didn't really work out the end of it. So I thought, well, I'd still like to do this because I like talking to the lads every Friday. Mm. You know, it's like it's like when you phone up your mates and say, do you want to meet in the pub for an hour and do this? Yeah, well, yeah. That's what that's what how we basically uh, made ZSR. So I turned around to Matt and Tess and said, listen, I'm, you know, what do you think about us three doing this? And they were on board. They, were, they loved it. So I mean, we've always had a good chemistry, me, Matt and Tess. And so we started ZSR and now up to 111 episodes yeah. with it. And, 
it's just worked really well. What we decided to do at the start, and I don't really want to speak for them too, but the, the you know the principle of it was let's make it in, in interactive. So let's bring the so when you watch a, a ZSR, it's more or less like every member of the chat is in there with us. And we have a technique of basically the way we talk to our chat is like they're in the same room. And we've had a very loyal fan base. I mean, we've just grown bigger and bigger yeah. and we enjoy it. It's, we never take ourselves seriously. You know, if no, someone's no. internet's not working properly or someone's <laughs> got, we're just laughing off. It's not, you know, it's not a big production value thing. And I, I think that's what the, um, the people that watch us like about us, but there's no big heads. Oh, it's lads it's really relaxed, about. isn't it? It's really relaxed and we've had we're very very lucky you know we've had so many people on it really big youtubers people that are just starting people that don't even have youtube channels i i, I find it important that there's people out there that have a huge collection want to be part of this but they don't like being on the screen they don't like being on mm. you know what i mean or they don't set but that doesn't mean they're less important to the people no. that are so there's people that have really good you know instagram pages and you'll go onto their page and you'll, wow look at that we've had them sort of people on and I think that's what me, Matt, and Tez do. We don't we try not to make anyone feel intimidated. You're as welcome as possible. You know, we don't care how many subs you've got. We don't yeah. care if you've got a YouTube channel. If you're part of this community, come in and talk to us, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I, I love doing it. It's brilliant. And the two lads to do it with, I couldn't wish for nicer lads. You know, they're just they're, they're superb, both and They make me laugh. Sending me pictures of dinners with great... Matt's on holiday this week. Sends me a picture of his sausage and gravy pie with a gravy. <laughs> <laughs> he sends that halfway across the world for me just to have a look at you. I won't repeat what I said, but I mean, <laughs> brilliant. I love it. Yeah. I have just remembered there was one thing I was going to ask you about, wasn't there? You're, um, you put a picture up on Instagram of your furniture. Yeah. Star, mm -hmm. Star Wars furniture. Yeah. Yeah. So, how did did you make that? How did that come yeah, about? Yeah, I make them all. I, I, the, 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 I think the, the thing about it is, well, to get you know, so I don't get in trouble with the lights and stuff. I make one of ones, and um, but I've done everything from big dining tables to bedroom sets. We hand paint as well. We did a, a hand painted Boba Fett desk, which was really cool. I don't want to promote my Patreon, but what I did was it's on my Facebook page. Our business oh, is on do. Facebook yes. where we sell our stuff, but it's also on Patreon as well. But yeah, we make a lot of stuff and. I don't tend to advertise it as much on YouTube or, I mean, yeah, or YouTube or Instagram, but if the reels came up on Instagram because he said, do you want to make this? I thought, oh, yeah, I love that piece. Yeah. I'll make that, you know. But if you go to my, my Facebook page, it's Shabby Geek, which is my, we have two. It's actually called Shabby Jackson. We started off by making shabby chic furniture and hand-painted furniture and that, and we restore furniture and stuff. But then I thought, I'd love to do the pop culture. So... I've done, I've done, there's nothing I haven't done from My Little Pony to Indiana Jones. I mean, mm. we, we, you know, we, we, we do it professionally. We've been doing it for over 15 years, but, you know, we're, we're quite well known for what we do in the, in the furniture. I just don't share it as much, really, with yeah, this, yeah. Sort of, you know. I should do, really, but, yeah, yeah we've made it's some incredible. awesome stuff. Yeah, we, I mean, some of the stuff we've made, I, I, you know, I, my wife does the hand paint, and my, 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 my wife is ridiculous. It's amazing what that, oh, there's insane. another one to put out with the table, and, that that Millennium Falcon that's in the middle of it is all hand painted. You know, it's all done with oils and this and that. And it's the same thing when we did the Boba Fett desk. We've done a Yoda table, baby oil, I've, everything. Yeah. But the nicest thing about doing Star Wars is the fact that there's so much you can do. Mm. You know, you yeah. can turn around and say, I just want to do a... I did a, an evolution of the Stormtrooper. It was a huge dresser and I wood burnt the top and I put every helmet from original clone trooper all the way up to a first order trooper oh, wow. and did them all the way across 
And on the front cover, there's all biker scouts, snow troopers, clone troopers. And that's the thing about this franchise. There's so much you can actually do. So when people say, oh, Shabby, will you make me one of these? My next, well, what do you want? You know, I've done, um, on my, if you watch my early videos, there's all card backs on the table are made. So if you go back to two years ago and watch a Shabby video, you'll see this huge table that I sit on. And it's all card backs. All that's that's card the one backs. I was going to bring up. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say I'm going to have to commission one of those myself and get you to send yeah. it over to the UK because that was amazing. Yeah, I love that, and I broke it. The funny is, we moved and I dropped it. And I thought, oh, you're joking. And I always said I'll do it again, but I haven't done. But I, I just made Scuba Peter a GI Joe one with all GI Joe comics on it and so forth. So yeah, I mean, it, I, I enjoy doing it and. Like I say, we do it professionally because I know it's going in people's houses. Mm. So this is not just me with Mod Pod putting glue on it, sticking. No, we, 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 it costs us quite a bit to do with the type of card we use and the lacquer we use and this and that to make it sure that it, it lasts a long time. And it's funny because people will still buy off us now. And when we drop it off their house, there's stuff I've put in there 10 years ago and it still looks cool. So it makes yeah. me happy that I'm thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, you know what I mean? It still looks awesome. So... Yeah, we love it. We love doing it. We've got to be careful. Like I say, I can't mass produce it because then I'm yeah. in trouble. Do you see what I mean? Sure, but yeah, yeah. apart from that, I mean, if you make one of ones, we're fine. So every time, it sounds like I'm promoting my business. No, no, please no, please do, do, honestly. No, please do. It's, what, what it is, is every time you buy off me. So in other words, say for Adam, Adam bought something off me and then you turn around, Martin, and said, oh, I'd love what Adam does. I'd make you one, but it'd be a little bit different to that yeah, one. You yeah. see what I mean? So, yeah. And I think people like that. They're getting yeah. one-off ones off us. So, But honestly, mate, my little pony I've done, Barbie I've done. <laughs> I'm doing one at the moment. What, what am I doing at the moment? I've just, oh, there's a new, do you want me to show you a new Star Wars one? Yes, just yes, please do. Right, yeah, right, love it. Let me take, I'll see if I can take my camera off though, because I know what it's like here. So let's just see if I can do it. This is a new Star Wars one I've just finished. Hang on. Right, so if I bring you over here, if I put the light on, Right, so this Teddy Ruxpin in the background. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let me just put this light on here. So this is a new chest of drawers I've just made. Oh wow. So like that, and then on top of it, but do you see the, the shine to it? Yeah. So we like it about seven or eight times. We buff it up and it gives it that look. And then next week is a Demon Slayer one, you know the anime Demon Slayer. I'm not, I'm not familiar with that, no. But yeah. uh, that does look awesome. I, I mean, imagine yeah, doing that so, as a kid in your room. I mean, that's wow. <laughs> you, you, you say you don't talk about it very much. You need to be talking about this a lot more, Shabby. <laughs> we did. It's funny because we, we we've got it's you know you look at your YouTube channel and you go oh I've only got this many views that many views whatever but on my actual page where my furniture we're massive we've got a big cult following me and Jenna what we do and it's funny you should say that about um imagine being a kid with this stuff I would say I have made hundreds of pieces and I will can I can count on one hand how many are for kids yeah well yeah over in America yeah. they have these basements don't they have these man caves and yeah. so they're always in there yeah. I made a huge Boba Fett table and it was it was awesome that's in a tobacco shop in, in uh, Raleigh, over here, which is the capital of North Carolina. So when you walk into this tobacco shop, which is all cigars everywhere, there's a huge Bob Effect table that's, right in the middle of it. It's, oh my God, that's incredible. Know, yeah. wow, this, is, this is blowing my mind. Absolutely yeah. blowing my mind. <laughs> yeah. So, so do, you, do, do you ship to the UK? 
I only for stuff like there's been a lot of people that ask me, oh, Shabby, will you do this, will you do that? And I do do uh, jewelry boxes, uh, you know, like boxes or trinket boxes. Mm. I'd send that over, but this stuff, it would cost an absolute, it would cost yeah. you like eight, nine hundred dollars. And it's, you know, I, what we do, we always try and keep our prices down. So, you know, because we understand inflation, we understand what's going on. So, it just wouldn't be worth it. I've got friends who always say, oh, Shabby, we send me a desk over and make it flat packed. I'm like, yeah, but even that's going to cost an absolute fortune, yeah. you know? So You need to franchise, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> but I enjoy it. I also enjoy it. If, like, we do these horror ones and um, we make these horror ones and then we, we pour blood and we make it so it looks like blood's coming out of it from the top. I'll send you pictures. Where do you want to say I'll send yeah, you pictures? Yeah. yeah, send some pictures and we'll, yeah. we'll pop them on the video as you're talking about it. Um, because, oh, okay, I'll do yeah. that then. When does yeah, this when do yeah. you when does this go out? So well, this will probably come out next Friday. Um, so um, probably put it out five o'clock next Friday. So um, yeah, people yeah, will get a time. double dose of shabby if they watch yeah. the ZSR afterwards. Exactly. Yeah, they can have a dessert of ZSR. Well, <laughs> uh, well, I'll send you some pictures. Definitely, I'll send you. I'll send you. I'll tell you what, because it's a Star Wars show. I'll send you a Star Wars one. So I'll do oh, that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Cool, amazing. All right. I think we can end it there, can we? I think so. Anything, yeah, I need to go and lay down. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on, Chevy. Man, a, I've had the time of my life. This has yeah. been awesome. Thank you so much. I, I watched Matt on, on, on this show and I thought, yeah, he's done. I enjoyed it. I'm glad you lads have joined in. And it's so funny because I remember you going to Echo and watching your video and then you... <laughs> Then Matt said, oh, I'd heard of these lads. And, got, and I thought, I know who these lads are. I've just watched their video. <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. That, that video's done us done us well, to be fair. Well, I mean, you talk about me. How are you two enjoying doing all this and, you know, getting involved with people? And uh, It's been great, love hasn't it? it? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, been, it's, it's opened up. It's like a new, it's like um, discovering a new hobby. I don't know if that's the right way to phrase it, but. No, I think it is. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I didn't have any of this until no. what, six months ago, seven months ago. It's fun though, isn't it? I mean, that's, I'm why it. I'm, yeah. that's why I laugh and joke and mess around and make silly YouTube videos. And because I just find it all, it, yeah. I've always looked at this as like a Star Wars, a form of escapism. You have your built, yeah. you have your kids, you have your mortgage, and then you come here just to have a bit of fun. So yeah, yeah, I'm Absolutely. loving it. And think about it now, you two can go how many places in the world and stay with people now? You know, like Scuba <laughs> Pete did when Scuba Pete went over. He was treated like the king of blooming America. What are you asking? When he went over, you know. Yeah, no, it's been absolutely great. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, in a, in a, you know, I, it, not that I have any illusions of like, you know, grandeur when it comes to this, but part of me wishes that I could just give up my job and just do this all the time because I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, um, it's just such good fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like you bring such good energy as well to to your oh, channel I, and to ZSRs. Because I love this stuff, man. It always makes me laugh when... You, you, I mean, this is just my opinion. I can't talk for anybody else. We all are different. We all have different personalities, different things. But I, I love this. I, I think it's, you know... I always like to... And there's people out there that don't have a big personality, that, that are a little bit shy and... Like, but that doesn't make them not welcome. Everybody's welcome in this. I always, I made a point um, when I first started to be as manners and being nice to everybody costs you absolutely nothing. These figures yeah. cost more than yeah. the bloody manners. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I make sure I'm nice to it. I, I'm welcoming to everybody. I, I couldn't be any other way. I, I'm, I'm a people person, you know. That's why I can never shut the fronts up. 
Just... <laughs> <laughs> no, we love it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. Um, if anyone hasn't subscribed to Chevy's channel, you absolutely should. You're close to a thousand oh, followers now, aren't you? So. You know, no, everyone... nowhere near. I'm, I'm at eight seventy. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, I mean, it's close. That's close. I know it's it's the old cliche. Oh, I'm not really bothered about views and stuff. We all are bothered about views yeah. and stuff. We won't say anything. But to me, it's not the be all and end all. I, I've always looked at my. This is why every time I get sent a gift or I get to meet somebody or something happens, I put it in a video because it, this is my. And it's going to sound dead cheesy, but it's the only way I can work it out. It's like a, a, a an old photo album for me, this. In five, ten years, you can look back yeah. and think, oh, man, I remember that. And I remember yeah. meeting that person. I remember going there. And I, I love all that. That's why I keep a memory. That's why, again, views and subs is one thing. But the way I make yeah. my videos, I can be proud of every one of them. Yeah. You know, exactly. I, I put my heart and soul into them. So. Yeah, your, your video where you received the um, uh, Imperial Shuttle, the Tiberian yeah. Shuttle, I mean, that that that... I was like, I was there with you on that one, um, Shabby. It was, it was uh, quite a touch in that video. Um, it, it was it, the thing about it is, and I've never been one to to come on here and pretend to know stuff I haven't. I'm no, you know, I'm not, you know, if if I don't know something, I'll be the first to go. Well, actually, I don't know. Can you tell? Look how much I get slated on USR for movies. You haven't seen that, Shabby. You haven't seen that. I get it constantly, you know. And that was something I never and never had as a kid, and I always loved it. You know, my, my favorite film in Star Wars is Empire Strikes Back, but my favorite scene mm. is when Luke and Vader meet in Endor, and they're talking about you're not really my father. I, I that that scene it doesn't matter. I've seen it fifty million times, and it gets me every time. Mm. But I love that Imperial shot the way it comes in, swoops, and it's just something I'd never seen before. Yeah. So me and my wife were talking about it, and. Um, John John Baldry sent me one, and it's up there at the moment. I'll, I'll keep it for. I keep everything forever, and I, I yeah, it, it over. And I think it overwhelmed me over the simple reason. And this is why I always make videos when people send stuff in and so forth, is because there's somebody out there that's watching you that thinks, "Oh, shabby like that." Mm. And for them to take time out, watch your thing, comment on you, support on you, they don't have to. There are billions of videos, but they watch mm. you, mm. and they decided to do that for you. I, I think that's what overwhelmed me that there was somebody out there that went. Oh, Shabby, you'd love one of these. I mean, an Imperial show. It's, it's, you know, it's not something you get every week, is it? So, yeah, it blew me away, that. So, really lovely, really nice of them. Really. I should have talked about Ferrari, though, and then I would have got one. <laughs> 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 oh, that's the way. That's the way. Okay, well, everyone, go over to um, Shabby's channel. I'll leave the links in the description. Uh, you're on you're on most of the socials you're on all the yeah stuff. all through shabby geek in fact every time you write shabby geek either facebook instagram um twitter youtube you'll find me so perfect perfect well that's that's good yeah nice thanks martin uh thanks shabby cheers it's been great having you um thanks to everyone out there watching or listening we'll catch you in the next one we'll see you later